Uh, so for the listeners, uh, welcome to the Space Medic Podcast. Our guest today is Goliath. He's one of the fleet commanders of Rescue Squad 1. And if you don't know much about us, maybe you're coming in at a, just jumping in at this episode, don't have some background. Uh, we are a medical organization within Star Citizen. So Star Citizen is a space MMO. Uh, there's probably better descriptors to describe it, but uh, for all intents and purposes, it's a space MMO. And there's a game mechanic a part of Star Citizen that's a, about rescuing players. There's a whole medical gameplay, and it's really unique. I don't know, and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, that there is a rescue mechanic like this is. So you have like medics and let's say squad, Arma, you know, other games, there's like healers and all that, but this one's unique in the extent to which our medical organization will go to rescue a player. And we'll talk about that later. And so that's who we are, and uh, me and Apollo and Goliath are the fleet commanders of Rescue Squad 1. And yeah, so we're going to pick Goliath's brain and um, see where how he got into Star Citizen and just learn a little bit more about him. So uh, yes, anyways, Goliath, enough of me talking. Uh, why don't you tell uh, the people listening uh, where you're from, what you do, what's, what's you know who you are, and yeah, love to hear more about you. Yeah, no, uh, my name's Kyle. Actually, uh, Goliath is not my uh, true name, believe it or not. Uh, other than that, I I live in Northern California um, in kind of a secluded area. And I don't know if you've heard about uh, the Dixie Fire, Hog Fire, Sheep Fire, stuff like that. There's some interesting uh, interesting fires that have happened up here, including the Camp Fire, stuff like that. So I live around that area in Northern California, kind of closer to the Oregon border than you expect. Um. As for who I am and what I do, uh, I'm, as you see in the, well, you, you can see it. Um, I'm a relatively giant human being. I rack out at about six foot six, six foot seven. So I'm really tall. I got shoulders of a linebacker and I am a firefighter EMT. I've been fighting fire for, I'd like to say, I forget. Uh, I think it's been... Uh, six years, seven years, about there. Um, and then I've been in the EMT for, I think, coming up on four or five years. I uh, put myself through EMT school at our local college here, and uh, that was uh, that was pretty fun. And actually got that paid for by the state, which was even better. Uh, but that's what I do for a living and stuff, and I uh, I enjoy that deeply. And no, it uh, really does convert over well to. Not only who I am, but what I do in video games, especially when it comes to Star Citizen and being a space medic. Yeah, that's interesting. I hear there's definitely some crossover there for what you do IRL as well as you do like in Star Citizen. That's cool. Is that kind of what, not to get ahead, you know, put words in your mouth, but like when you heard of Rescue Squad 1 and that piqued your interest, you're like, man, this is kind of like my wheelhouse. Let me get in on this. Uh, I've always been super interested in medical gameplay and games and stuff like that like whenever there's games and whatnot that i play i've always enjoyed playing the medic saving people even going back to like the division days and stuff like that playing that i always wanted to be the medic i want to carry medical equipment uh mmos and stuff i always played the medic i always enjoyed that deeply and i that might just be kind of like core who i am and who i like to be as a person i like helping people like being a firefighter being an mt really really allows me to help people and so that might be it and then playing star citizen i remember there was just 
I saw, I believe it or not, I saw TikToks because everyone in this day and age is addicted to TikTok. Um, I saw your videos pop up and uh, believe it or not, it was at the very beginning of uh, Star Citizen. I mean, you created the organization May 6th. I joined May 9th. So it really did happen. Yeah, wow. You're right. It did happen really fast and so no i yeah I, I saw it you know like oh we're going to save these people and i was like you know what i've always had a hard time finding people to play star citizen with so these guys like saving people i should go hang out with them right and so it, it worked out uh no that's cool because uh, you did definitely been an indispensable part of the team just with uh, you know helping us organize the, the rescue team and uh but, but i'm like you man i like like helping people i like playing the medic um if possible support roles like on squad or an arma um, healers and MMOs. So this is my style. This is, I guess not everyone is into it. Um, maybe other people wouldn't want to do that, but it's definitely something that I want to do. And so, um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And I like how at Rescue Squad 1, we keep it, there's there's two elements. There's like this like organized, professional, um, like, uh, you know, method to rescues. And then there's like really, at the end of the day, just rescue the person. So you talk about running in with your underwear, you know, <laughs> with a med pen, you know, to get someone up. Yeah. Let's, that's like the heart and spirit of who we are. Let's just get the client rescued and stuff. So, uh, that's, that's been fun. Um, so let's, let's take a step back. Like before rescue squad one star citizen, like why would you get into it? Because alphas, you know, can be buggy, you know, not, it's not everyone's thing. They want to wait till something's more fleshed out. Um, but you, you dove into it and are you into space games or, well, um, what kind of drew you into Star Citizen? Yeah, so I uh, I bought Star Citizen. I'm going to go try to look up the the date of my account creation really quick. So I, I joined Star Citizen a very, very long time ago, and that was clear back at, I don't even know. Like I, I, I think I can find the date if I go back far enough, and this is, this is years and years ago um, when the game was even worse, un, uh, incomplete. So, uh, yeah, no, here it is. January 18th, 2019. And I had, I had two friends who kind of played star citizen a little bit. They talked about it. And back in 2019, star citizen was, Hey, there's this essentially what equals to Loreville. This is, I think it was Loreville, at least Loreville. And you get to walk around and then you go, you jump in a hangar and then it loads you into your spaceship and you can fly out and do stuff. And, I remember I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. And I remember I saw YouTube videos on a game called Elite Dangerous. And I have kind of an insane amount of hours into Elite Dangerous. I like to... to yeah, that's a fun that. one, man. That's a, I love that game, particularly in virtual reality. Did you ever play in VR? No, no. I didn't have VR until after I stopped playing Elite Dangerous. But I uh, gotcha, yeah. Yeah racking at 522 hours and i played with those guys the two friends that i'm speaking of um they played with me like back in 2019 i was uh i don't remember how old i was but i i played with them and i had fun with it and i played a lot of it jumping around the known universe and doing all the stuff and helping people and filling rescue contracts and that was more of just going and picking up rescue pods well and i enjoyed it deeply and uh and then they're like, well, I, you want you like walking around your ship and stuff because we always talked about it being an amazing thing. And they're like, you should try Star Citizen. I bought Star Citizen. I went out and I got myself a Cutlass Black. Uh, 
package when it when I first joined, and like I said back January nineteen two thousand or January eighteenth two thousand nineteen, and I I played Star Citizen a little bit, and it was just I there wasn't a lot to do, and they were doing resets a lot, and uh, earning in in game money was kind of a joke. You could go buy guns, but there wasn't really NPCs to go shoot it. You just strapped a gun to yourself and went, cool, I've got a gun now that matches this armor that I bought. And we used to go to a place and I can't ever remember the name of it, but it was like a like a sand planet that you flew into like this crater and it was a bazaar and it, it I know now that that place is actually located at Pyro, but they had it in the universe at one point. Now like at a certain point, I gave up. I was like, ah, I'm going to wait till this gets way better. And I had watched people do, like, low flying. And I've, I've always enjoyed flying. I mean, you slow with me in other games, like uh, VTOL VR and stuff. And you've seen me fly. <laughs> you've seen me fly in Arma. So flying has always been kind of an interest of mine. My dad had a pilot's license, and I learned how to fly aircraft when I was younger. And I liked it, but... So I watched them do low flying, and I was like, that was cool. And then I saw your TikToks, and I was like, nope, I'm going to re-download this. I'm going to give it a shot. And I got back into it, met you guys. And, I mean, it's been since May of 2022. We've been up almost a year, and we keep growing and keep getting more people. So it's been pretty awesome. Yeah, it's hard to believe, man. It's almost it's coming up on a year in a few months here. Yeah. Uh, it's been pretty wild. A lot, a lot of fun. been an amazing journey. Oh, and by the way, we're live on our stage in Discord, so if anybody has any questions, uh, feel free to uh, post them here in the stage uh, channel. I think there is a stage chat, but you can I've ignore got, that because there's a new... I've got it open right now. Uh, we could probably delete that old stage one. I don't know. I don't know if it creates a new one every time, but uh, yeah, anyways, throw your questions over there in the stage chat here in the stage uh, if you have something for Goliath. Uh, but no, that's cool, man. I think, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I can't believe it's almost been like one year. Interesting though. You went straight to the Cutlass Black. You didn't do like the, uh, Aurora Mustang, maybe the Titan. What kind of drew you to the Black? Uh, just, uh, just the way it was designed, the ramp, how it worked, what it kind of functioned as cargo ship, multi-rule. I'm, I'm really utilitarian. Things should have multiple uses. Things should be modular. You should be able to swap things out quickly and do other jobs. It shouldn't be a one-trick pony type thing. So the Cutlass Black just caught my eye. It wasn't a single-seat fighter, and I wanted to fly with my friends. So Yeah, good point. Yeah, that's a good point. What's your favorite ship right now in-game? Ooh. Uh, I am an absolute sucker for the Carrick. Uh, yeah, but I, I enjoy the Carrick, but without people, the Carrick isn't as fun. I've been flying the Corsair around quite a bit, but as of a few days ago, I purchased a Redeemer in-game, and that thing is really, really fun to fly. But um, most of the time, I'm still in the role of flying the Carrick around with a bunch of people. So, Yeah, Carrick's fun, definitely. Redeemer is a lot of fun, too. Uh, of course, they need to be crewed. Although I do, I hear some people in our squad they take that solo. So hey, more power to you. Um, I think they fly in, tank some damage, um, take the small guy out for the rescue. I'm not sure how they do it, but um, I think that's a lot of fun. So Carrick, uh, you fly that a lot. Now let's. What about this? Your upcoming ships? Um, anything that you're really interested about that's not released? I wouldn't say not released. I'm really interested in 
Uh, because the carrot costs a million credits in game to upgrade to essentially a, like rated A, I'm really, really stoked for when we reset. The Corsair is really going to be my daily driver. I'm going to be using that to go earn money, do stuff, okay. run bunkers. So, um, as for like unreleased ships, uh, I mean, just like everyone else, the Apollo seems really interesting, stuff like that. But once again, utilitarian. I the purpose built ships just don't interest me as much. Uh, the javelin's kind of oversized and ridiculous, so like, <laughs> they, I, like, I don't know if I'll ever I'll ever own one. I know we have some people. The Polaris seems like a lot of fun, um, stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, no, I uh, I like it. And uh, as for the question, favorite upcoming feature, uh, less bugs. I'm really excited for less bugs, but. Uh, other than that, the like really, really excited for ship debt. Um, we rescue people. Rescuing people is what we do, and rescuing people out of dead ships is going to be a lot of fun for like a lot of people. So right. I'm excited for that. No, I think that's really I think that's cool. Like as far as like ships coming for me, uh, yeah, definitely the Apollo. That looks like fun. Uh, the Kraken looks very interesting as well. The Pioneer. Uh, kind of got me peaked, but I'm really looking forward to a ship that I have that's going to be updated. So the 600i is is going to be my daily driver. Is currently uh, my daily driver, but when they do the rework, man, that ship is going to be awesome. I'm just going to love it so much. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Is your favorite manufacturer? Let's see, who does the Corsair? Um, that would be Drake. Drake. So are you a Drake guy? Is that you got the Cuddy Black Corsair? That sounds sounds like a Drake guy to me. Um, so yeah, the, the way Drake designs ships is really purpose built. Um, I mean, it that sounds weird, the contradictory to what I've said, but they, they really, it's rough. It's really, we were talking about this yesterday when we were doing a rescue and it, it was really like military esque style. It's rough. It kind of reminds me of old alien movies, just how like the green metal and the black metal, how they all work and the screens and just kind of the rough construction. It, it reminds me a lot of, um, the, believe it or not, it reminds me a lot of a fire engine. So like a wildland engine, we live on an engine for 14 days at a time while we're deployed to wildland fires. So we take all of our stuff and we cram it in it. And one of the things that, believe it or not, one of the things that I like about the, the Corsair is you walk into one of the rooms and there's essentially a gear net where these bags have been thrown and it just looks like gear bags. Okay, like true, yeah. They they walked into the ship through their gear bags and went to work and it, it reminds me a lot of firefighting. It reminds me a lot of it and stuff like that. So uh there's there's a lot of games that I've played where it's really fun to go out and essentially work in space and uh no I I I, I like that a lot. Yeah, that's cool, man. I think my my favorite is the Origin. That's I've always been an Origin guy. So I started out with the three hundred I, I believe, and had the four hundred I. Now the six hundred I, and all the other, you know, the one or uh, the eighty five X. That's a lot of fun. Uh, but Drake, I do like Drake though. There's something gritty about it. Something that's just kind of like uh, just uh, I don't know, just that rusty, you know, uh, you industrial feel that it has. So definitely love the Cuddy Red, by the way. So I talk about. The 600i being my daily driver, but Cuddy Red is a lot of fun for me too. I don't know; it's not the best ship, um, and we don't even use the med beds that often. It's just the aesthetic 
it's just the feeling that you're in a space ambulance. That's this whole idea. And it's very, I mean, I guess I say there's not a lot of utility to it, but we do use the beds more often probably than I, than I think, but uh, we put an STV in there and yeah, it's a lot of fun. I, I, I do like Drake. I think if I had to pick the top two, origin number one, Drake number two is how I would roll. But and there's some great ships that are coming out and I just can't wait for that. So, all right. So we talked about ships. Um, we talked about maybe some upcoming gameplay. Uh, let's talk about rescues. Do you remember like your first rescue thereabouts or just anything earlier on where you're like, oh man, this is cool. One of my first rescues, by the way, and I think we joked about this, at least in Discord, I get made fun of, is uh, I, I crushed a guy with my landing gear during the rescue. <laughs> I was trying to put my ramp over over to him so I could like lift him up, put him in the med bed, but I just totally smashed him. So he died. Uh, but hey, we're, you know what? Mistakes were made. Uh, I'm sure I was forgiven. Uh, but for you, uh, getting out there, rescuing people, what's that been like? I, the, as for first rescues, um, I, I couldn't even, I couldn't even begin to tell you what my first rescue was. I, I, there are so many that I don't have logged that I make other people log on purpose so people can feel like they're, they're doing or being, or like I said, they're trying to help you. Um, as for my funniest rescue, like my best rescue, and I believe, uh, um, James Lord Hunter, I'm probably going to butcher that name, ask the question. He, uh, my favorite rescue that I've ever done was actually that of another medical org. We showed up in my Carrick, we landed, we departed. And for some reason he was laying directly in front of the little small Gatlin turret in front of the bunker, passed out unconscious. I don't know how he got there. He never explained it to us, but this was like their lead security officer for their entire organization was dead on the ground. And we rolled up and revived him and he had a tier two injury of his chest. Still don't know how he got it. We had secured the area. There was no other ships, no other people. Got him up, transported him back to the Carrick, got him in the med bed. And he was talking to us in game and he's like, hey, this Valkyrie person, she wants to talk to you. And I'm like, I don't know why, but sure. And next thing you know, this misc shows up, touches down in front. She comes walking up the ramp and goes, hi, I'm Valkyrie. I think it was Lady Valkyrie. I know she's in our Discord somewhere. She still hangs out. I've talked to her a few times, but she was their leader, and she was like, we want to join forces. We want to partner up. We want to do this. And like, as for like what that entails, I don't know. They're in our Discord. We talk to them every once in a while. We'll help them out if they need help. But that was my funniest one, not only because of all the events leading up to it, but because... One of our new players decided he was going to take our the dragonfly that he had loaded into my Carrick and transport the man back to his ship. And we <laughs> warned him, don't do it. And he drove directly, so deadly. No, he drove directly in front of the bunker and almost died. And I'm like, we told you not to do it. <laughs> and the other org leader is watching this. And she's like, that normal? And I was like, nah, he's training. Yeah, he's a, he's a newbie. He's training. Yeah. Um... Oh man, the dragonfly, that that one is your a death machine. It, you feel like you're in control and then all of a sudden you realize you're not in control. You're going way too fast. Uh many a death on the dragonfly. It's I love it, but um also many a death on the dragonfly in the in the ships. 
because of the gravity, you know, it goes up and starts smacking something, twisting around, start exploding on you. Um, yeah. yeah, dragonfly can get crazy. Uh, my, uh, my, oh, you talked about favorite rescues. That's fun because um, I think I got several. I think uh, I love the time when we had our first multi-rescue. So usually we'd have like one at a time. But there was one point, and I don't want to exaggerate it, but I think there was like two or three happening. But definitely two happening at the same time, maybe even three. And it was fun that we had enough crew to be able to split like that. And we were able to do, you know, two, three rescues. Um, well, two definitely at the same time and then just more back to back. So it's a lot of fun to be able to see that. I think it's fun where early on, if there was a beacon baiter, it was kind of like a helpless situation because they, they'd have the jump on you. And then that changed when we started rolling in with squads. And now the, the beacon baiter is in trouble now because you got this armed, like, medical crew coming in flying in with support ships multi we're like overloading the bunker with like four five six you know troops and that really scares off the beacon beta so i think it's fun to see how our organization has evolved you know from just a you know barely scrapping by to coming in in full force uh that's been fun to see and then just being able to do multi-rescues very quickly implementing the rescue system to our discord so people can come in our Discord and they're able to uh, request a rescue. I think that's super cool. Um, I think it's been a lot of fun to see the the org grow to that degree. And yeah, I just love like even when we were uh, as a command team having command meetings, we're in the Carrick, we're hanging out and a rescue goes out. We stop the meeting and we head out to go rescue the individual. So um, I think stuff like that's cool. Uh, one question here on Discord is uh, what's your favorite thing to do outside of rescues? Uh, what do you think about that? Uh, bunkers. I really, I really enjoy bunkers. I first person shooters, like I, I run that Arma server. Uh, so really doing the bunkers is a ton of fun for me. Getting, getting a group of guys together, going and storming bunkers really feels, um, militesque. We just, the, the squad communication, the camaraderie, what we're doing, it feels good. Mm -hmm. I've always really enjoyed that. Uh, I'm not a miner. I deep core mined in Elite Dangerous, and I made so much money I was able to buy a fleet carrier, which at this point is decommissioned. I I don't do cargo runs. Uh, if I wanted to be a truck driver, I'd do it in real life. <laughs> I've, I've got my Class A license. I, I don't want to. Like, so for me, loading up, gearing up, getting gear on, walking out the back of a ship with the group, storming a bunker, and sh that that's just insane to me it's it's a blast it's a ton of fun i that is my all-time favorite activity in star citizen even above medical rescues i enjoy bunkers and the first person combat the other day i ran an event where we had a essentially a four-man team against a four-man team in a zero g environment and that was a ton of fun so like what you're capable of in this mm -hmm. game is just a blast yeah and i think that's why uh, medical rescues tend to be very interesting because here it's kind of the best of both worlds. You got the bunker usually is where the injured player is, and then you're doing a bunker and you're rescuing a player at the same time. And it's that whole vibe of like coming in, assessing the situation. Is this legit? Is it a beacon baiter? Do we land outside turret range? Do we take out the turrets? Okay, we landed outside. Let's move in with our ground vehicles. Like that whole, like all of it is just so much fun. You get on the elevator, you you know, you wait for the squad to go down, even with the AI that's not very sophisticated at the moment, it's still fun taking them out. I think it's going to be a heck of a lot more fun uh, when they update the AI difficulty. Cause right now they're just like, you know, 
dumb targets at the moment, just target practice, if you will. Um, but yeah, I agree. Bunkers are fun. Um, I would love to do more mining. I just, you know, can't get out there very often. It's hard to do with a group as well. I don't know if there'll be more mining ships in the future that are more, um, you know, bigger than the mole, so to speak. I think there is one, the Orion maybe. And so maybe as a team, it'd be fun to get out and go mining. Uh, cargo, I don't do a whole lot. Again, I would love to. I think I would get into it if I had the Caterpillar. So maybe one day I'll get the Caterpillar. And oh, when they physicalize cargo, um, that's going to be interesting. I think that it actually would be a lot of fun because um, then you're going to need air security. You're going to need some um, grunt work to you know pick up the boxes, load it up. Soft death, like you said, we could lose some of the cargo. We could actually take cargo. You know, maybe there's a pirate out there running with some cargo. We go take his, and yeah, a lot of a lot of possibilities and a lot of unique things, and and just the emergent gameplay. Um, like anything can happen. We'll just we went sightseeing last week for an orgabit. Uh, there was no firing of guns or ship battles, but we went to go check out, you know, the Obsidian Rocks, I believe, over at Microtech, and then the Crystal Fields and Arccore. Um, what else do we see? Some some big hole on Damar that you know, destroyed pancake ship. And so all that type of things that Star Citizen brings, so unique, so special. You very rarely, very rarely would see that in another game uh, to that degree. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. Those are, uh, uh, outside of rescues, a lot of fun things to do. Um, But let's see if there's any other questions here on Discord. Um, uh, Will Sausage, my first rescue, I got shot down by a missile because two people were camping the bunker. Oof. That'll happen. Uh, did, you, did you ever get beacon baited, Goliath? Uh, yeah, it didn't go well for the other person. <laughs> nice. Did you take him out? Oh, yeah. No, we turned him into a spear on the planet. It was great. <laughs> I don't know why we were rescuing someone in a retaliator, but we had a, a missile boat. We, we are firing size nines and they did not outrun them. <laughs> yeah. Those size nines, man, that'll do it. That's punishing. Um, yeah. let's see a quick, quick diversion into virtual reality. Cause Will is asking thoughts on VTOL VR. What do you think? What do you think, man? I like the game. It's great. What are your thoughts? I, I love VTOL VR. Um, <laughs> you can you can get incredibly sick incredibly fast in VR if you are not careful. And VTOL VR is uh, no different. I think I made DJ sick last time. That was a, a ton of fun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to, like, look at the screen and not at your surroundings because once you start twisting and turning, man, the yeah, motion sickness will kick in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, VTOL's fun. It's one of my favorite VR games. It's very just just feels very lifelike um it's probably not at the level of like dcs what's that what's that called uh dcs world yeah yeah dcs world but pretty close um and very complicated intense learning curve but then once you get it it just makes it that much more enjoyable so dodging rockets with a bridge <laughs> yeah yeah do- dodging uh one time uh we were flying and we were getting attacked by a, a missile boat or whatever a boat like a literal missile boat and he shot the missile at us, and Goliath took the helicopter between the ship and the and there was a bridge uh, between the ship and and our helicopter. And sure enough, the missile hit the bridge. It was a brilliant move, uh, fantastic. Uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, VTOL is a lot of fun. I like that a lot. Uh, let's see here. Anybody else have a question on the Discord? 
Oh, if you could change one thing about Star Citizen, uh, besides the bugs, obviously that'd be we would change that in a heartbeat. But what would you change? Anything in particular? I mean, there's there's always stuff you could. Yeah, I want this. I want that. I want this to change. I I wish I had another entrance on the Carrick. That's that's a that is a pet peeve of mine that I will Wait. never uh, I will never get over. Going in and out of the Carrick is a pain, and if you mess it up, you are stuck. Yeah, that is true. Right? I haven't thought about that in a while. Yeah, the one entrance. It's such a big entrance. You think of like the C two. You still have like a an elevator. Like a gravity elevator that's going to take you through the ship. Um, yeah, that's yeah. I'd have to agree with that one. Uh, for me, what would I change? Hmm. That's a tough one. Um, yeah, I think there's some quality of life things uh, that I, that I would change, but I think mine probably my requests would have to be more of the bugs, the, particularly the ones that have been there forever, like you know elevators and falling through the 600 eye at the at the back of the elevator just feels like you know after a year like okay come on can someone fix that so <laughs> uh where do we see the org in another year man that's a great question uh, i'll have goliath answer that i'll give my uh, quick two cents on that is uh there's a couple of values about res- rescue squad one one we're a casual org uh there might be some hardcore elements to us but fundamentally like everything we do is like casual so that just means we want to be a new player friendly. We want to have a lot of fun at the end of the day. It's not going to be like, all right, everyone line up, role play so hardcore that we don't enjoy it. And there will be some of that, you know, we'll have uniforms and we'll have like official org events and jump town tends to be when we get hardcore. Uh, but I think just continuing to cultivate a community that just plays together, has fun. We make friends, we go out and rescues. Uh, yeah, sure. We'll get organized and do role play hardcore things. But uh, I think that's where I just want to see us to continue uh, within the next year, just to continue to do that, um, continue to have a lot of fun and continue to explore the game. And um, yeah, that's that's my thoughts. I don't know. Wait, what do you think, um, Goliath? Where do you see the direction of the org and what do you think about it in general, maybe? Um, the sky's the limit with this org. I did. That's a weird thing to say. And I'll go into that a little bit more. Um, I've seen the org go from essentially the small group of people who joined rapidly. I've seen a large slice of people essentially disappear. I've seen that twice. Uh, we have people come and go every day. Uh, we have a tracker to essentially watch who's leaving just to like get an accurate number. Like, oh, what's going on? All people leave. People come, they go, they... And I, I could see the org... Um, one problem with it right now is we're kind of stagnating and it's, it has nothing to do with, with us. It has nothing to do with RS1. It's a lot to do with Star Citizen. So if Star Citizen keeps its current pace where it's, oh, well, we're, we're doing this and we're 318, 318, 318, you'll see stagnation in Star Citizen orgs. And then all of a sudden we'll explode again and we'll gain 600 people again and again. I think we're well over a thousand members i think we're at 580 or something on the actual organization website which is a buggy mess so um no i i think we're going to grow i think 318 we're gonna see a lot of people come and play and enjoy i know we've branched out into other games i know there's a lot of members who come play 
Arma with me. I, I know we had a we had a um, a zombie apocalypse. We had a Daisy server at one point. We had a uh, space engineer server at one point, and we we branched out and played other things together. So as as an organization as Star Citizen, I think three eighteen you're going to see a great increase. I think as a group as a whole, Rescue Squad One, I think you're always going to have people coming and going and a steady increase just because other people like we we have a lot of people who are a lot of like-minded human beings a lot of people who want to help i there's not very many people in here who won't immediately go help another player because they're having issues that's one reason why i i love rescue squad one so much there's so many people in here who will go out of their way to help new players and other people not even just with star citizen just with everything so i i I agree with that i think we're on a I, I don't think we're on a rocket ship right now like we were in the past. I think that's coming. Uh, but I do know that we will steadily increase over however long, whether whether it be when 318 releases or just because we're increasing gradually. Uh, our numbers in have always out, beat our numbers out. So who knows? I think, I think we're always going to go. In a year, I think you're going to see more people. I think you're going to see more branching out, and I think you're going to see... A lot of a lot of the same type of people. So, yeah, yeah, I agree with that, and I, and I think it's going to be one of those things. Uh, how do we grow and maintain the culture, like you said, that that you love? You know, the the helpful, um, encouraging. Everyone's kind of like banded together uh, to make each other better and are and are very friendly. And I think that's really important. And so, you know, we're standing at however many thousand we have here, fifteen hundred or so. In Discord, but what if it comes three thousand next year? When when what happens when it becomes five thousand? And so, I think for me, it's um, like let's just maintain the culture. It's not necessarily about being better, bigger, and famous, and all that. Um, you know that that stuff can be good, and that stuff can be cool. But I think for me, it's how can we um, maintain the friendly environment that people have? They feel comfortable just coming in here and making friends and having fun, not getting yelled at. Um, I think the early days of Discord was a little hardcore and people get yelled at. It was like, no, I mean, we, we can't do that. Uh, we can't roll like that. That's, that's not fun. It's, you know, it's, I don't want to say it's just a game because it's more than that. I, th- I think when people say that it's condescendingly, but, uh, or, or it can be condescending. Uh, but for me, no, it's an experience. And I think it's an experience that draw people together. You know, if I went out to my, uh, there's a basketball court nearby and sometimes we play street ball and it can get hardcore. People get upset into it and, and that's just the competitive nature of doing something together with people and so in the same way uh people are really passionate about the experience of star citizen or whatever they're involved with and we want to take it seriously and we want to have fun and we just want to continue to grow and grow well and that's kind of the vision and and the hope and so yeah man uh goliath as we start to land the plane uh kind of seeing the runway um, but any, uh, any final thoughts that you have about star citizen? Uh, well, let's do c- a couple quick things before we, uh, wrap up, uh, outside of star citizen, we've been talking a lot about SC. Uh, what are some of your other favorite games? Let's do a desert Island thing. You're on a desert Island. You're stranded. Who knows when anybody's going to come for some reason, the desert Island has internet. I, I, I can't explain it. And, uh, you, electricity. So you got your gaming set up over there. Let's say you can take up to three games, maybe. Um, 
and it doesn't have to be Star Citizen because as it stands right now, that's buggy or whatever. And but or let's just say, all right, Star Citizen's one of them. But what are some other games you would say if you could take like let's say two two more games into I, uh, preferable <laughs> desert island? I I can I can tell you for certain that I have ADHD, and asking that question is an impossible. It's an impossible answer. <laughs> I got you. I uh, all right. What about I, now at this moment? At, at this moment, uh, right now, um, I got I got a few games given to me for my birthday, which was a uh, ago February eighteenth. Happy cool. birthday! Thank you. Uh, I I'm playing a game called Wild Hearts right now. That one's a lot of fun. It's a Monster Hunter, except in like feudal Japan. It's super fun. Nice. Uh, it's it's a blast. It is uh, it is hard to run. It is not optimized very well. Um, I've been playing a lot of Star Citizen lately, and I said not Star Citizen, but Star Citizen is actually something I've gotten back into. We've all tried to take a break from it while we're waiting for three eighteen. I I kind of got tired of waiting. I was like, I want to go play Star Citizen again. So I've been playing that. I've been playing Spider Man. Uh, there's someone who gave me uh, Hogwarts Legacy, which I'm very appreciative of that, and I'd like to thank them for that one because I've been kind of putting that one off. I uh, I want to play Hogwarts Legacy, but I've got to finish Spider-Man. I've got to finish Wild Hearts, along with some other games that I've been playing on the side. I know Warhammer 40k Darktide is, just got a huge update, and I know I'm going to go back and play that. I was playing Warframe with some friends, so um, which is an older game, which is funny, but... Uh, no, like uh, right now, Wild Hearts and Spider-Man are at the top of my list of things I'm playing. Uh, super fun. They chew up a lot of my time. I'm D and D takes up a lot of time. So Dungeons and Dragons. I'm a I'm a DM for a campaign on Friday. We play online. That uh, <laughs> if I if I could if I had internet access, D and you yeah. can see me happy with D and D for the rest of my life. If I didn't get to play anything else, that is such an amazing experience. Experience. I know that uh, Wizards of the Coast kind of had a. An oopsie doozy not too long ago, which was comical. But I really. even with that, yeah, it's a long story. They uh they essentially changed their OGL and put everyone in yeah, OGL OGL one point one as uh as someone stated was a mess. They essentially were trying to they were trying to get a lot of money out of people and turn it into more of a subscription based thing and it was just didn't it wasn't going to work out they got so much pushback from the computer community so hard that they changed their minds and wow. now dnd is they're essentially going nope we're gonna keep doing what we're gonna like we're gonna do what we did with dnd one we're gonna put everything out in the open and you guys are gonna test it if it doesn't work yeah they own everything you create you can use it whatever you want imagine if you were able to develop a ship in rs the rest in rs squad but star citizen you built a ship this is the ship that you wanted you're cool you use the ship well then uh cgi is like hey uh you made that ship we're gonna go sell that ship you get no money from it right we're gonna go where yeah so it was it was bad like and there's a lot of legal stuff into that but um with what dnd did uh i don't think i'll ever uh I don't think I'll ever like um, get rid of D and D. D is a huge, huge part of my life right now. It keeps me connected to some friends from all over the country. Uh, one of them lives in L.A. Uh, one of them lives in a city close to mine. Two of them live in a city close to mine. Uh, two of them live in Virginia, and one of them lives in like Minnesota or something. 
they live everywhere in the country and I get to meet them every Friday. We get to talk bullshit and have a ton of fun. Excuse my language. So yeah, D&D would be the thing that I took with me. I'd just be playing a lot more campaigns. Yeah, dude, that sounds fun, man. Yeah. I know that's real popular. I have some friends that are dead. do that every Saturday. Uh, DMD. I, try, I might need to get in on that sometime, but no, that's cool, man. And um, I could see Goliath on this little uh, deserted island playing some D&D, you know, until he got rescued. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Come think <laughs> me. Actually, just leave me. Leave me here. It's fine. I got <laughs> leave me. D&D. I'll be all right. Can, got, come yeah, join me. Somehow. <laughs> Everyone comes over there. Yeah, that's cool, man. Um, Goliath, thanks for hanging out, man, in the podcast, chatting about it. Uh, sort of citizen gaming and yeah we just want to let you know we really we really think uh, this highly of you and your contribution and leadership for as a fleet commander for rescue squad one i know the squad uh, just really enjoys having you around and yeah here's to uh you know uh, more adventures more rescues uh more drama i'm sure in the future and so we'll just take it one step at a time move forward and uh, i think it'll be a lot of fun so Thank you, my friend, and thank you for those listening and watching on or listening on Discord. And you guys take care, and uh, we'll see you next time. When I feel like this, I'm